You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour, and we have quite a show. Our first guest is Patrick Barthay. He is the executive director and founder of the College Poker Tour, and we're going to talk to him about how he started it, what it is, and how college players all over the United States are entering it at, uh, at an extraordinary rate. And then, on a personal level, I am very happy to do an interview with Jeremy Mattern, who is the poker room manager of the Wild Horse Resort and Casino. And I'm happy about it because that is the place where I am going to have played poker in my 50th state in Oregon. So we're going to talk to him about his great room and also about the uh, Wild Horse Casino's big poker roundup. That's right, the roundup tournament, which is coming up in November. So stay tuned. We're going to have a great show. Week 7 of the NFL is in the books, some amazing games and some amazing performances, which means huge fantasy points. And if you're on FanDuel.com, that means real cash. FanDuel is the leader in Week 1 fantasy football. The money is real. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Come on, you think you know football? Come and prove it at FanDuel.com. Last week, Chris from North Carolina won $40,000 off of 5 bucks on FanDuel. It's never too late to join. Come play with me every week this season over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my promo code HOC. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because we have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, we paid out over $200 million to our winners. Sign up now, and we'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head not over and Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams, professional poker player, author, and host of House of Cards. You can all, wherever you're listening to our show, we're now blanketing the United States. You can send in your questions or comments about the show to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to House of Cards. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. You're listening to House of Cards. 
I'm Ashley Adams, and those of you who listen to this show know that we try to get as broad an uh, audience addressed as possible by getting guests who can speak to every demographic, every part of the poker world. Today is no exception. We have somebody who will be talking about the college poker tour. His name is Patrick Barthay. He is the founder and executive director of the college poker tour, and he's with us now. Are you there, Patrick? I am. How you doing, Ashley? I'm doing fine, and I'm eager to hear more about this because I know that college students listen to this show, and I'm eager to hear more about the organization you set up. But before you talk about that, talk a little bit about your own background and how it is you came into the poker industry, so to speak, and set up this poker tour. Sure, sure. So so first and foremost, I guess uh, I am a, uh, I guess a technologist and an entrepreneur. I've uh, been in a number of different uh, startups and, and enjoy kind of working for the little guys, so to speak. Um, I guess I, I must love games. I, for certain, I, I love poker. Um, as we kind of talked about previously, I, the, the first sport that I was ever introduced to that I, that I loved was tennis. Um, it's actually, you know, being a, an individual sport, a uh, lot of strategy, um, have to think for yourself. You're out there on your own. You have to you have to compete and kind of look inside to be able to perform. And that was my first love. And it kind of set up uh, my second love, poker, um, down the road. But but I guess this whole thing started really um, kind of after college for myself. I graduated in 1998 from Loyola Marymount University in uh-huh. Los Angeles. And um, I had played junior tennis uh, throughout my entire, you know, life and played four years in, in college as well and had a partner um, who had set up a company um, that managed the rankings for the governing body of college tennis. At the time, the name of that was called the Intercollegiate Tennis Association. Um, as you can imagine, Back in 98, I don't know if many of your listeners uh, can appreciate, still in 98, the, the Internet was still pretty much in its infancy. And college coaches around the country sat around a, a boardroom and would have to determine what the rankings were, individual or team. And what they would do is they would get a number of faxes in and they would, they would look at <laughs> results and they would determine that one player is, is higher than another and Essentially, that's how rankings were done at that time. Uh, my partner, um, being a Princeton grad and really smart guy, uh, came up with a, a way of being able to calculate those rankings and automate that so it really reduced the amount of time that that, that governing body would have to, to spend doing the math, and instead they could focus on um, actually governing you know, college tennis and, and taking it to, to what it needed to be. Um, what what I did kind of was was similar to to that, and that's kind of where this whole story starts. Uh, but for the most part, in terms of my my first connection with with poker, I mean, I, I probably had the, the same connection as everyone else. I mean, we started playing cards. I, I played gin rummy with my dad and my family. Um, played a little bit of uh, I mean, all sorts of card games, I guess. And of course, just like anyone else, you play with your buddies in high school. Um, you go off and you play in college, and that's that's pretty much everyone. It felt like at college, but for me, I guess you know, again, me being connected to those strategy type sports, um, I I connected to it, and and then when all of a sudden, about what was it like, 2002, 2003, um, you know, all of us were kind of swept by um, you know everything that that we saw on ESPN and and the World Series of Poker, and all of a sudden there were personalities that were emerging. Uh, Sammy Farha, I mean, like, to me, that got me so excited because I got just as invested in the play as I did the characters. And to me, it's got, I, I always joke to, to, to folks, I guess I, I kind of had a, a joy for, for uh, wrestling also as a kid. And the characters, to me, you know, embodied some of that. You know, the, the, the way they would get up from the, the table and, and throw their chair or something to that effect. I mean, I got invested just as much in the characters. Yes, so, I got um, to interrupt you there just because uh, I 
have never heard anybody else address the similarities to poker and uh, professional wrestling, but I often thought about how Phil Hellmuth especially, but others too, had certain characters that they created, and much like professional wrestling, people wanted to identify with or hate characters. So you were rooting for these characters who were created, even if you weren't particularly involved in the poker strategy. I agree with that. And uh, I'm wondering, you were out in California. Did you go to any of the poker rooms, the ubiquitous poker rooms throughout California to play poker live at any time? Yeah, of course I had my my connection with, with playing live, but, but I guess that was another one of the reasons why um, I guess if my parents ever hear this, they'll appreciate that, that I didn't want to lose any of my hard-earned money, or I guess my parents' hard-earned money. Um, I, I didn't want to to be putting myself at risk in, in, in playing in those live games. And I, you know, I, I guess so. So yes, the answer is I did, I did play there um, in some of those card rooms, but at the same time, it was when I had money available to do so. Right. Right. I (laughs) understand. Okay. Listeners, we're going to come back after a quick break. Take care. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. The way I see it, poker's like some kind of cosmic metaphor. It's like even though the cards fall in a random order that you can't possibly predict, you can still beat them. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, Listeners, we're talking to Patrick Barthay, who is the founder and executive director of the College Poker Tour. So take us to the College Poker Tour, how you set it up and what it is. You know, for a lot of kids, I guess they they don't have the opportunity, money, uh, to be able to to go and play poker necessarily in a card room or or maybe their their buddy takes, takes all their their money from them and and they're looking for kind of a safe and non-gambling experience that allows them to to still play the game and in a collegiate environment what are they doing they're they're competing for their school they're competing for rankings prizes you know publicity all these things that are kind of synonymous with with you know college college and athletics so basically this whole thing started um because again because of my connection with tennis i had previously built um, an infrastructure around college tennis, and I felt it was there was a lot of similarity between it and poker, and and I felt, wow, you know, what with with everything being deregulated in poker and kind of the the industry coming back in such a such a way, actually connected with a, a longtime friend of mine, Pete Finley, um, who we have a connection back into the Seattle uh, Washington market. Um, he had recently come on as the CEO of All In Magazine, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with. Absolutely. And, and I, started, I started talking with him about, about being able to create this, this thing called the College Poker Tour, where kids would be able to come, compete for their school, and eventually get themselves into a position, if they're one of the best in the country, to compete for prize money, which we put up as college tuition. Um, so, so that was the, the whole, I mean, that was the idea behind it. So basically what kids today, 
what we ask them to do is they, they come to the college poker tour, they register, they've got to be associated to a, to a university, and we prove that by them having a .edu email address. Um, they, so they verify their eligibility, they play for their school, and what they do is on a daily basis or when they have the time that's available to them, they compete in daily qualifiers. Those daily qualifiers put them into weekly qualifiers. And those weekly qualifiers automatically qualify them for what we call our, our, our national championship, um, kind of the end of the year championship. Otherwise, based off of a ranking, based on your performance, you know, throughout the, the course of an entire regular season, your, your ranking moves up or down, of course, based on your performance. And those kids that are, in, for instance, our last tournament, our last national championship, had about 150 kids from around the country that uh, competed at the end of the year for our national championship. Um, you know, in our first year, we were very excited. We did it as a pilot. That was two years ago. Um, we had 350 kids from 200 schools across the country, um, and, and we ran the pilot, and it was awesome. You can go to our website and see some of the, the archive footage from what we did in our first year. And then this last year, it was very exciting. We, we crossed the threshold of about 10,000 kids that had registered from over 850 schools across the country. And I'm not talking about, you know, like just any old schools. We're talking about the University of Washington, Florida, Florida State, Michigan. Um, I mean, all your, all your big schools, they, they all have kids that participate and get really excited about this. The, probably the, the most exciting part for me is you know, I, you can look back and, you know, online and, and see kind of the history of college poker, but, you know, all the top pros, they've, they've all played at some level or another back in college. And even there were leagues that existed before, before mine existed. And, and I think the timing was just right. And plus talking with a lot of these kids at the university, you know, the effort and energy is there from them. The motivation to, to play the game, it's there from them. I'm, I'm basically just the guy that set up the infrastructure uh, I connect with these kids. I enjoy their, you know, their motivation, but they're the ones that participate and, and get me excited to do what I do for my job. Good. I want to, I want to ask you a few questions before you go on. Uh, first of all, a couple of other questions was I, you, I can see that you are a great entrepreneur because you can talk enthusiastically and knowledgeably about this product, probably nonstop for an hour if I let you, but I gotta, <laughs> I gotta interject some questions. Um, First of all, you said that this is for free, so the players don't put up any money at all. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, if you're a college kid, you're, you don't have a lot of money. So, so we, we basically just ask that they have a .edu, which, again, verifies their eligibility. Gotcha. So right now, how many individual players are there participating on your site? Yeah, we, we had – so this last year, again, we had over 10,000 kids register – uh, from 850 schools, and of that, I would say that there's probably about 3,000 again uh, that that participate on an ongoing basis. What you'll find is year after year. Again, this year we'll have a ton of kids that will probably register. This year uh, we'll have a bunch of kids that will drop off. Of course, that that happens in any sort of college experience because you'll have seniors that leave and sure. incoming freshmen. Sure, the people graduate. But do you have any part of this that is? Um, getting a victory that would accrue to the college itself? Like, could there be teams of players from Stanford that would be competing against Harvard or ASU or anything, or is it all done on an individual basis? Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm glad you, you interjected. Um, we also do have a team championship. Actually, uh, last year was the first time that we introduced team uh, into, into the mix. So what we did was we invited uh, 16 teams, um, and, and these are because uh, an individual on a particular campus kind of is, is a manager, so to speak, or is set up um, trying to be officially recognized by the university. So they have, you know, what we would refer to as, as a club on their campus. Uh, they tend to kind of recruit from within. And so what we did was reached out to all of those clubs. And actually, I can name off some of those, some of the bigger ones here, like Florida State, uh, Adams State, Arizona University of Washington, uh, Miami, Michigan, University of Illinois, Oregon, Penn State, uh, just to name a few. Yep. And, and so, you know, what they did was they formed a team on their own, and we invited them out just like you would. Um, you know, we set up a schedule, um, and the kids participated uh, against one another, and, 
basically the format that we created this year or this last year was that we just put them into uh, almost like a sit and go, so to speak. And we gave them points based on when, um, you know, where they placed in the tournament eventually. And, and that was, that was for our pilot season. I would tell you that uh, ongoing my, my, my dream actually for this year really is to have uh, kids compete and have like a total of seven players compete against seven players from another school. Right. And what would happen there then essentially it would be individual play. For instance, the number one player from MIT would compete against the number one player from Duke. They would play in a heads up match and, and there would ultimately be a winner. Patrick, I'm going to have to interrupt you because we're running out of time. I just want you to okay. make sure to give your website and uh, let us know how, when the season starts so that people who are interested make sure to get there on time. Yeah, I appreciate it. So the, the website is uh, collegepokertour.com. Um, the season starts October 1st. It's right around the corner. We're very excited, and, and thank you for inviting me to your show. You bet. Now, how, how do you make money at this? Well, just the same way that, that all college athletics do. I mean, we're looking to uh, have this subsidized by, by uh, sponsors. Um, so, you know, right now, uh, All In has done a, a phenomenal job in supporting, you know, my vision for this. And they've, they've brought so many resources to the table for me. But ultimately, I would love to see big brands get involved in this. Gotcha. I mean, uh, that's, I mean maybe, maybe one day Poker Central will reach out to me. You know, there's, there's, there's many things. Draft happen, Kings, right? FanDuel, who knows? <laughs> well, all exactly. right. Listeners, we've been talking with Patrick Barthay the college poker tour. We appreciate you coming on and we look forward to hearing about your success in the future. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more house of cards. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere an airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. 
T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishaddle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of October 26, 2015. Last week, Nevada gaming regulators banned all unlicensed fantasy sports websites from operating in the state. The Gaming Control Board issued cease and desist letters to the websites within the state after the Nevada Attorney General decided daily fantasy sports constituted sports betting. There are five other states that have banned daily fantasy sports websites, Arizona, Louisiana, Iowa, Montana, and Washington. Police in Northern California are looking for a couple who robbed a man after he won $9,000 at the Chicken Ranch Casino. When the victim left the casino, a woman standing next to a truck with its hood raised flagged him down. When he pulled over to help, a man with a gun appeared and demanded the money he won from the casino. Anyone with information about the crime should call the Tuolumne County Sheriff's Office. And finally, a great story coming out of New Jersey. A Franklin Township man won the largest casino prize in Borgata Online Gaming history. When playing the Luton Common slot machine, the man hit for over $268,000. To date, players have won over $2.1 million on the online slots at BorgataCasino.com. Not bad for just playing at home. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200 because they have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in New Jersey. And last year, they paid out over $200 million to their winners. And get this, sign up now, and they'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free, GoldenNuggetCasino.com. For the little gambler in you, bet with your head, not over it. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. A poker face carved in marble. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for this segment. In fact, for almost all the segments on House of Cards, we are very fortunate. One of the things that we try to do is to feature different poker rooms around the country from the different regions. 
and we are fortunate to have the poker room manager from the Wild Horse Resort and Casino. His name is Jeremy Mattern, and we have him now. Jeremy, are you there? I am there. I am here, for sure. (laughs) Very good. Uh, So first of all, for listeners that are not familiar with the Wild Horse Resort and Casino, tell them where it is. Uh, We are located in the eastern part of Oregon. It's uh, right in the northern part uh, near the uh, Idaho and Washington borders. Uh, We're about two hours from the Idaho border, and we're about 30 minutes from the Washington border. Terrific. Now, I will tell you, um, and I'll tell our listeners, that I first heard of Wild Horse um, about 10 or maybe even 15 years ago in connection to what used to be, at least, a nationally known tournament series called the Roundup. There was a spring roundup, I think, and a fall roundup, and it used to be a place where some of the biggest names in poker, the biggest pros, including my buddy Vince Bergio, would often go, and he always tried to get me to go, and the one year I was going to make it, I think they decided they didn't want pros to be uh, invited or put up, so I didn't end up going, but I've heard of Wild Horse. Uh, How big are you, and tell us about your poker room. Well, the uh, tournaments is kind of where we did get a lot of recognition, and uh, we still today are running those tournaments, and we're still, you know, pumping out, you know, four or five hundred player fields in those tournaments. Um, so that's kind of where most people have heard us, and uh, you know, we started at tournaments because basically we operate a really small three to four table room here locally. And it was just we felt like those tournaments were a way to generate more revenue for our poker room, and we felt like we had to host and get people from the outside coming in. And so that's kind of how you know we got started with those uh, roundups and stuff. I see. And you still have the roundups. When are they? Uh, we still host them in the spring, uh, April. Uh, we still host them uh, in November for the fall. You know, falls are usually our biggest one. That one's coming up uh, November 6th through the uh, 15th, and uh, we're still expecting, you know, four or 500 player fields for almost all our tournaments. So what do you do to accommodate players if your normal room is three to four players? Do you have a banquet hall, or do you take out slot machines, or what do you do to seat all those players? Uh, Well, we uh, basically go, we have a big bingo hall here. And uh, we have equipped it over the years as we got bigger with the tournaments. We've equipped them with cameras and all that stuff. So we pretty much closed down our small room, moved shop. We've got about, oh, I'd say about 70 tables out in storage as we speak and chairs. So we bring all that stuff in. We hire 50 outside dealers. And so we pretty much for two weeks, we kind of shut down what we're doing normally and host these big events. Well, that's terrific. Tell us about the November event. What are you going to have? What's your biggest event? And what other smaller events are you going to have between November 6th and November 15th at the Wild Horse? Well, the the, uh, uh, the tournament series there in November, the Fall Poker Roundup, uh, we have a bevy of buy-ins from, ranging from 100 to our biggest event, which is a high-roller event. It's a $1,500 event that we put on. Um, we basically go two weeks where we're running tournaments and we spread about 24 cash game tables after the tournaments. So we uh, uh, got a pretty big, you know, series plan, like uh, as always. And we're still, uh, you know, like I said, pumping out pretty big numbers in those fields. Wow. The uh, smaller room, there are smaller tournaments. You know, we just like any real local small card room where we're just running a lot of, um, you know, just weekly little tournaments. And we spread like one or two games. It's more locally driven, of course. Is your big November, is the fall roundup, is it all hold'em all the time, or do you spread any Omaha or Stud or any other kind of games? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, we, uh, we, we do everything. We have a horse tournament on one of those dates. Like I said, we have an Omaha tournament. We run a seniors event. Um, we run, you know, turbo-type tournaments where it's a little bit faster structure. Um, and like I said, we started running a high-roller event because that's been the trend, obviously, in the industry the last few years. And um, so we're, we're kind of running a bevy of different games. The main event, I know a lot of the big tournaments have gone to a multiple starting day structure where you have 1A, 1B, 1C, perhaps on two or three different days. Um, how are you doing yours? Uh, we, we, we are basically, our main event is just a, it's a two-day tournament because, you know, they're hour rounds, but we're, we're just doing one starting day. We haven't, uh, we've talked about running an event where we'd have multiple starting days, obviously for bigger prize pools, but we just haven't gone that route. 
we've kind of just stuck to what's been successful for us. I understand. Do you have uh, re-entries, or is it just one entry event? Uh, we have just one entry for ours. Again, Good. we, we kind of discussed uh, doing re-entries, but like we do with a lot, like when we talk about doing major changes, we, we talk to a lot of our players. We get a lot of input from them, and I just have it really from the players that have been coming to our tournaments and been really loyal to us. They just don't really want that. I understand. I'm the same way. I like uh, you buy in once and that's it. Um, so if somebody were listening to this show uh, anywhere around the country and they decided, hey, I'm going to go play in that uh, fall roundup, how would they get to Pendleton? Do you have a major airport? Is there a nearby place? Uh, what's the best way? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the uh, we have a uh, we do have an airport here in Pendleton. It's a it's a bit smaller, um, but is accessible for uh, um, bigger airports. Um, a lot of people that we do, and we do get a lot of people that come from like Florida. Uh, believe it or not, we got we have had a couple guys come from New York who've been coming here for years, um, and they fly into uh, Pasco, which is about an hour again. That's right there in that Washington area, and that's a major airport. Not like jfk or anything like that but it's big enough where you get you know 747 land in there all right well just so our listeners know i i've played poker in 48 states jeremy and i'm on a mission to play in all 50 so the week before your tournament october 31st i'm flying to boise playing poker in idaho if i can find a decent game in a place where poker is pretty much illegal but i'll find something and then i'm going to drive to pendleton to play at your room probably on that Monday night, the uh, 2nd of November. And I'm wondering, what am I likely to find the week before your major tournament in your three- or four-table poker room? Oh, that Monday night. Uh, Monday, for whatever reason, uh, our locals, basically, we just we've spread a lot, of, a lot of Omaha games, a couple of Omaha games. Uh, that's been kind of been the trend for the last three or four months where we're just getting a lot of our locals are getting more into the Omaha games. Um, we don't necessarily run tournaments because we've been getting a lot of good live game action that night. So you, you're ready to play a little Omaha. That'd be the night to come. Now, would it be pot limit Omaha high or would it be a limit Omaha eight or better game or what kind of Omaha? Oh, that's, that's a great question. It's a, it's a limit Omaha and it's eight or better. Oh. That, that, like I said, it's a, it's a, uh, been a favorite of our locals here. They, they really, uh, I think, uh, as they, they come out to the bigger tournaments and we're getting more people out of town for those that they starting to get introduced to different games. And so it's been kind of weird how the poker roundups have helped transform our little poker room, you know? Sure. Sure. Tell me, um, a few other things about the games that you spread, and then we can talk about the casino at large. First of all, what is the rake that you take? I seem to recall that you have a very reasonable rake. Yeah, you know, we, we definitely, you know, obviously being a smaller room and, you know, and we've kind of taken that approach even with the bigger tournaments. You know, we try to be reasonable with the rake. Uh, we do a dollar jackpot drop, and we do a $3 rake. In the wow, bar. that's great, so. a $3 rake. Uh, boy, that's going the way of the uh, dodo bird. I wish we had more places with $3 rakes. I'm not encouraging you to raise it. I love that. Um, and <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have table-side food service? Do you have to leave to get food? How does that work? No, no. We, we'll bring it right to you. Uh, we got... You know, great. We got all kinds of great restaurants here. We've got about four different restaurants, and so we we definitely can bring you anything from a hamburger, hot dog to, you know, uh, a steak from the plateau, whatever you you, you want to eat. You can eat right there at the table. Um, we definitely uh, try to cater to our players. You know, we don't want them leaving the room for you know to go eat. We want them to sit there and enjoy their enjoy their meal and be able to keep playing. Sure. So do you have free drink service or non-alcoholic drinks or a coffee machine or anything like that for players? Uh, absolutely. We uh, definitely have a drink service there, not uh, non-alcoholic. Uh, we still don't, uh, we don't serve alcohol on our floor here at the casino, uh, So, but we got all kinds of pop, free pop service, free coffee, whatever you're looking for. That's terrific. You don't happen to have a comp system there, do you, where you earn points or money when you play? Oh, yeah, we, we definitely do. Uh, it's probably not as much as players want, but uh, we do definitely <laughs> run a comp system there. And, you know, we, we try to, you know, not only do we do that, but we try to just go out of our way here and there to, you know, comp players and, you know, make them feel special. That's know? terrific. 
So tell us about the rest of the casino. You have uh, a hotel. You mentioned some restaurants. Just give us a good picture of what else you have at the Wild Horse. Sure do. Uh, well, we have a 10-story hotel, uh, which has helped greatly over the years with the bigger tournaments for us. Um, we have about four different restaurants, anywhere from uh, a simple hamburger place to a sandwich place to a uh, fine dining plateau. we got a buffet, of course. What casino doesn't? Um, and we also have probably over a 900 slot machines, got a 13, 14 pit with blackjack, three-card poker, basically all the carnival games that you can think of. That's terrific. How long have you been there, Jeremy? I've been here about 15 years, and I started started as a dealer, just kind of worked my way up over the years. And who who generally comes to your casino? I mean, what's the demographic? Do you draw from Boise? Do you draw from just Pendleton? Uh, I'm not talking about the big tournament. Where are your regular players from? Well, we pretty much, uh, we're right on I-84, which is a major highway, so we get Boise people coming in. We get people from Tri-Cities area up there in Richland, Kennewick, and uh, Pasco, Washington, which is a big draw. Walla Walla's about a half hour away. Uh, obviously, pretty locally there for Pendleton locals. Uh, it's kind of a little mix of everything. Wow, well, I we, can't we wait. Get a lot, yeah, we get a lot of uh, Washington people mostly. Well, I can't wait. I've never played in Oregon. I don't know when I'll get back there, but uh, I am eager to meet you. Why don't you give our listeners your website so they can check you out in more detail? Yeah, uh, it is wildhorseresort.com. Wildhorseresort.com. I'm eager to get out there and play and eat and sleep and enjoy your accommodations. All right. I can't wait to host you. Thank you, Jeremy. We'll be seeing each other in just a couple of weeks. All right, great. Thank you. Take care. Listeners, we're going to come back with uh, another segment after a quick break. Week 7 of the NFL is in the books, some amazing games and some amazing performances, which means huge fantasy points. And if you're on FanDuel.com, that means real cash. FanDuel is the leader in Week 1 fantasy football. The money is real. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Come on, you think you know football? Come and prove it at FanDuel.com. Last week, Chris from North Carolina won $40,000 off of 5 bucks on FanDuel. It's never too late to join. Come play with me every week this season over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my promo code HOC. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 24025-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. 
with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Everybody is to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. How can he close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. I love that scene from Casablanca. It's so, so subtle. Uh, <laughs> um, everybody, I'm Ashley Adams. In case you didn't know, this is House of Cards, and uh, this is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment. I'm in studio with my producer, Dave Wyshattle, as we are every week. What do we have this week? Well, we got a couple questions, but I always have to uh, do the housekeeping first, I've been told. So if you have a question for us, you can email us at info to houseofcardsradio.com. And I corrected this. You can tweet us. I got the right conjugation of that term. Tweet us at HOC Radio. Post a question on our Facebook page or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline, 609-474-4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. We have a question from Peggy from South Carolina. And she contacted us through our hotline, so we'll let Peggy ask the question. Ooh, okay. Go, Peggy. Come Go, on, Peggy. Peggy. Come on, Peggy. It, when you play seven-card low-hole wild, if you have an ace, uh, two, say two aces in the hole, can the ace be used as either high or low as it is in blackjack? Very good I'd question. I appreciate an answer. Don't cut off, Peggy. I'm sorry, Peggy. <laughs> I, I think that's a great question. When I play low in the whole card wild, aces can be either high or low. So you could use the aces as wild cards and have them uh, combining with cards on the board to make whatever hand you want. Or the aces themselves could be high, and you could use a three as a low card, let's say, if it was in the hole. And if you had three threes and two aces, you could make five aces instead of just five threes if the aces are low. So we play both ways. That, that's primarily a kind of a home game kind of question, right? Not, or is it, I wouldn't you, say primarily. I mean, it is exclusively a home game. Casinos oh, do, really? Casinos <laughs> do not have wild cards except for the now somewhat obsolete uh, five-card draw where you could use the joker as a wild card in certain limited ways. But other than that, I have never heard of wild cards in casinos ever. And I've also never heard of anybody playing low hole card wild outside of a basement or maybe a kitchen. <laughs> it's not a living room game. It's got to be basement or kitchen. <laughs> I, I was racking my brain to find a casino that actually spread that. No, it was... the, the wildest games you'll find in casinos are probably Crazy Pineapple or Watermelon. Okay, you, but... you, okay you're going to have to explain that one. What's Crazy Pineapple? Crazy Pineapple is actually Omaha. Uh, it's Hold'em, but you get a third card that you discard after the flop. Conventional pineapple, you get three cards in the hole, and you discard it before the flop. So you make your best two-card whole, whole hand uh, from three cards and then discard one before the flop. Crazy pineapple, it's after the flop. And watermelon, you get four cards. You discard one before the flop and one after the flop. And where do they spread this one at? Uh, well, crazy pineapple, they used to spread out in Cities of Gold in, uh, Alp in Santa Fe. But they also have occasionally those tournaments at a couple of casinos in Las Vegas from time to time, pineapple and crazy pineapple. You know, I got, we're talking about games that aren't spread too often, and I keep asking you, and I, I keep wanting to come back to you after every trip you make. Yes. Do they spread seven-card stud 
anywhere. Yeah, at sure. the time. Foxwoods, it spread. Okay. A lot of it spread at Foxwoods. Mohegan Sun has a game. They used to have a game in southern Indiana at Caesars and out in the Commerce. They spread it, and they even have a small game at Samstown in uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And probably a few other casinos around the country, including in Florida, have low stakes, one to five stud. Big stud, Commerce, Bellagio occasionally, fewer and fewer. And then in Connecticut, and then the Taj used to have it. The Taj, of course, doesn't have a poker room. I think they're closed now. I think they're going to reopen pretty soon. They may reopen. And uh, the Borgata gets a seven-stud game, a big seven-stud game. Uh, Chester, Harris Chester in Philadelphia. Well, actually, they're calling it Harris Philadelphia. Right. Well, but it's in Chester. I know. Chester. They used to have a seven-stud game. I don't know if they still get it. So probably half a dozen to ten places have any stud, and four to six places have. Uh, high, regular, uh, you know, five ten or bigger. You know, before we go, I want to thank Peggy for a thought-provoking question. You you won't believe the questions or statements we get on the hotline. We have people, uh, you know, I the worst dealers are at this place, and I can't believe they don't serve free alcohol at this place. So I was like, so <laughs> thank, we send Peggy a hat. Yeah, we're going to send Peggy a hat. So Great, we we definitely will. Great, all right. So. Oh, he's holding up a piece. We have two more minutes we have to use up. But I am uh, actually planning my trip now. It's in the final stages of flying out to Idaho and Oregon. I'm going to add State 49 and 50. That's very exciting. Idaho's 49. Oregon is 50. I think I will break my 50th. I will play in my 50th state at the Wild Horse Casino in Pendleton. Where in Idaho are you going to do real quick? Going to Boise. 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 Right. Is, I, I, I'm looking for a game. I mean, okay. they have free games. I'm looking for a real cash game okay, for so any of our listeners. If you're in Idaho or know any place in Idaho that has poker that Ashley can go play. That's right. Please let me know. Send us an email. And on that happy note, we're going to end. That's House of Cards. We'll come back and talk to you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.